Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex and Bernie is here. Wagwan! Wagwan! <laughs> Bernadeski said it so we could all say it now. Yeah! <laughs> if you haven't seen that particular piece of Toronto FC content, I recommend it. It's uh, Bernadeski learning allegedly Toronto slang. Yeah, the only thing I don't like is that like, I mean, oh, I guess it's something I like. Toronto is, like, as we all know, is a very multicultural, diverse city. Probably the most diverse city in the world, according to the United Nations. But when they say, like, talk like a Torontonian, I'm like, which Torontoian are you speaking of? Like, they're making him do, like, say, Wagwan. And I'm like, okay, are we talking Scarborough? But if you go to, like, the village, I don't think anyone's going to say Wagwan. No, they're saying you Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like if you go to a, a a Maple Leafs game, I don't think you're gonna hear one Wagwan. So, no, they 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 they're they're saying uh, they're talking strictly Scarborough Scarborough man's when they yeah. talk about this kind of thing. I, so is is football a Scarborough man's game? There are a lot of football teams, like a lot of football clubs in Scarborough. Dwayne De Rosario is from Scarborough. Mm. But I would have to say the heart, that the, the the beating heart of Canadian soccer is Brampton, isn't it? That's where all of, like, that's where a lot of good players are coming from. I think Junior Hoylet is from there, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Not that much I know. And they've got a pretty good academy from what I, like, academy system from what I understand. Yep. So we need well. to, yeah. So we need to find out, what, like, what the main the main slang terms in, in uh, Brampton are. Huge Indian population, so that might give us a clue. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, will it? Well, they haven't made a work. Well, they haven't made a work up in a long time. So is that where we're, <laughs> is that where we're going with this? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just talking about the the, the slang, uh, oh, not okay. necessarily the footballers. Anyway, oh, yeah. before we dig ourselves a hole we can't get out of, um, Champions League, Bernie. I know. I know. United haven't been in it for a long time, but I mean, uh, like six months. Calm down. <laughs> it was only last year we were in it. You've not been in, in it for years. Like, chill. <laughs> I actually forgot that you were in it that recently. I know, because it was such very, a useless appearance. Yeah. It, it, we're very, very bad. We shouldn't be in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, a lot of good games today. It was it was a uh, yeah, it was a wonderful day of Champions League action, actually. Um, Inter Milan won Barcelona nil. Xavi... Uh, who um I want to get your take. Do you think he dresses well? Javi? Yeah. Uh, no. Like like <laughs> let, 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 let me say this. It's it's not that he dre- he dresses well or badly. It's like I don't think it's worth a discussion, like how he dresses, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's similar to Arteta. It it just feels like Javi gets his looks like straight out of Zara. Like he walks into Zara and there's like a mannequin there and he just takes everything off the mannequin. Yeah, I think that's fair. He, he reminds me of those guys I just did not like in university. Like <laughs> would come to come to like school trying a bit too hard and like I'm just like I'd rather ignore you. Nah, if you're dressed like Javi at uni, you need to you need to sort off. <laughs> <laughs> There were a bunch of people like that in our, our class. <laughs> I, I, I can't forget those people. That's funny. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, we we were talking about this this game before it started, and I said like on form, Barcelona should smash Inter Milan. Inter Milan have not been good this season. Got beaten by Roma on the weekend, um, but they they pulled it off here. Chahanoglu with a with a goal from out. I was going to say goal from outside the area, as if he'd score anything else. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but what cracked me up about this was just before Chahanoglu scores, Christensen takes a ball smash in the face, like from about a yard away. And you've got to be thinking like, that really hurts, but at least I've stopped a shot. I've stopped a goal. And then <laughs> five seconds later, it's in the back of the net. I felt bad, badly for him. It, it was, yeah. And then, and then they had to bring PK on because he got injured. Never, is, never a good thing. Yeah, never. Never, like, uh, what? I was watching the, the highlights of this game. And I was like, "Is it either the way they edited this thing, or did the, all the actual good chances fall to Inter Milan? Like, 
even like a goal disallowed and all that is like the Inter Milan actually just deserve to win this game. Like it, it, it feels like that. A little Seemed bit. like it. Yeah, and Barcelona. Yeah. They've lost a couple now, so you know they they're in danger of dropping into the Europa League. It's only three games played. I I will remind people who get a bit uh, intense about Champions League results. I'm pretty sure the the year Liverpool won it, they lost the first couple of games as well. I remember like a lot of teams lose a few games in the group stage and still go through and and end up doing really well. So I wouldn't read too much into it. It is a bit funny that Barcelona might be in the Europa League, but. You know, we're not there yet. Yeah, I mean, they have priors, <laughs> as, as last season can show. So, and is their team that much better? Well, I guess it is when you got Lewandowski and Dembele gives a shit. So, yeah, yeah I, I would love to see them back in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice to see a clean sheet for Onana as well. Didn't yeah. necessarily deserve it, but I, I like it anyway. What, what, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> took me a second I'm ashamed of that took me a second <laughs> um, in the other game of the group Bayern smashed Victoria Pils and thank you 5-0 um, obviously the only thing I'll say about this game is that Bayern Munich are that team who do what they were or they're supposed to do it's like mm. Victoria Pilsen Bayern Munich should beat them 5-0. Sure, Bayern Munich can beat them 5-0. Like, they're they're very reliable, those guys. That's very true. At least in the Champions League. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who didn't do what they were supposed to do? Ajax. At least at home. Jesus Christ. Napoli beating them 6-1 away. And, like, listen, Napoli have been in sensational form this season. But I did not see 6-1 away in Amsterdam coming. Yeah, that that was uh, that's that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> like even I know they got a red card, but even with a red card, like come on, like I remember. Do you remember that? I don't remember if it was last season, season before that Chelsea, Ajax, like four four madness or whatever, where Ajax had a red card and then they said, "Screw it, we're gonna attack still," and then they got I'm a four four draw. Like, sure, I think you can try that trick once in this life. <laughs> <laughs> you know the second time I, I don't know maybe two bags of four is what you need to do <laughs> <laughs> I think they're ideologically opposed to shutting up the shop just like absolutely not the, the 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 space that Napoli were finding at least from the highlights just looked ridiculous I mean and Dombele was having the time of his life just like flicking balls over defenders heads sliding them through but the, Raspadori's come in he's scoring goals Farage I think I've got that right, is absolutely oh. romping the league and the Champions League. Ka- what, say his name? Farage What's his first name? I, I know who you're talking about, but like, I'm trying to figure out the also, way to address it now that begins he's with, Also begins with K. Hang on. Kvicha. Kvicha. Sorry, hang on. Try Starting again. Kvicha Farage does he have a nickname? Like, we've got to figure this out. Because we're going to be talking about him a lot because he's that good. So yeah, let's just, figure out a way to address this man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kvara. Kvara. Yeah, Kvara. All right. All right. We'll take that. We'll take yeah. Kvara. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, man, the, the guy is just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. he's. I don't remember how much they signed him for. It was Like a 11 little bit. million? And I remember at the time when they signed him, like, it's weird because... Like, I mean, Fabrizio Romano is, a, you know, the transfer guru, but he was going on and on and on. I remember when they signed him, he was like, this guy's so good. You guys, is so good. I was like, Fab, like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he had, he had seen him. He, he was yeah. really, really, really good. Yeah. So. I mean, he's I, – I assume that they know that if he keeps this up, you know, at the end of the season, or maybe maybe they can keep him one more year, and then it's an eighty million move to the Premier League. Like you can't, you can't at this point in the kind of uh, football geopolitical landscape, you can't do this well without getting bought by the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 happening. It's it's a case of when. Yeah. Um, but speaking of a guy who who was in the Premier League. And is no longer there and killing it. Mm-hmm. That boy and Gisa, my God, mate! There is not a better central midfielder on the planet right now. 
He's killing it, man. He's absolutely killing it. I, I don't like. Sometimes I really question Premier League talent ID. Like I really question it because I remember him at Fulham, and I remember people saying like, "Yeah, this guy's pretty good." Like, it, it, and and it was I don't know how much he went to Napoli for, but it can't be more than fifteen million. It just it, cannot... was, fi- it was fifteen on the nose, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so like, why not sign him? Honestly, anyone could have signed this lad. It's unclear. It's very unclear. He's so good. I I also have a lot of respect for the commentator, at least on the on the one that I was watching, who at one point in the game mentioned all four of his names. It, it, <laughs> he went well Frank, done. Andre, Zambo, and Giza. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm impressed. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to hit the mute button. I didn't get to it in time. It was tight. <laughs> no problem. Anyway, uh, Napoli romping away with it. Um, let me just check their group. Da, 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 da. Where is it? Um, Napoli, nine points, top of the group. Liverpool in second. They beat Rangers 2-0. Trent Alexander-Arnold with a, a delicious free kick. Um, and more importantly, though, Jota was back. And even though Darwin Nunez was a donkey again, they did look better, at least. Man, he's 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 got to step it up. Because we all know, actually, you know what? Funny enough, he's in a good he's in a good position. I'll tell you why. Like, there's actually not that much pressure on him because Holland is just doing so well. People have forgotten <laughs> that Nunes exists, yeah. so there's no pressure on him to do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I I also think like the worst. So, strangely, and this could be total bollocks, but if Liverpool aren't doing that well, it feels like the pressure is slightly less on him too. Whereas if Liverpool are like in the title chase, but he's missing glorious chances that could, you know, push them over the top. It's kind of like, it's worse. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, th- I, do, I do think having Diogo, Diogo Jota back could be, could be massive. Um, Firmino's in, in great form, but Jota like last season before he got injured, was it? Was, was fantastic. Yeah. And you know, it won't last for Firmino. And the Salah thing is really weird. So they really need Jota, like, big time. Is Salah still in your fantasy team? No, I've removed him. Okay. In fact, I've played my wild card. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, fuck it. I'm tired, mate. <laughs> like, too many people were annoying me. I was like, what is Trent doing here? <laughs> get out! <laughs> Salah, get out! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, phenomenal stuff. Um, I I've persisted with him until this week. I think this is it. I think he has to leave now. Yeah. I think I think yeah. he's too expensive on, to be on, on principle. It's got, yeah. got to go. You can't just be chipping in three three points a week, man. It's not enough. Um, but a, but a good win for Liverpool, who are second in their group, uh, Ajax and Rangers below them. Um, I want to talk for a second about Club Brugge or Bruges. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. If you wanted to be less sensitive about it, they beat Atletico Madrid two 0 Atleti are shit, so whatever. But Brugge are undefeated, three three wins out of three, seven goals scored, none against, and Tejon Buchanan sort of got an assist today. Um, that's sort of doing some heavy lifting, isn't it? Yeah, he was in the box. The ball kind of bobbled around, and someone else scored. <laughs> We'll take it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? You, know, um, you deserve it. Uh, I guess the question is, what on earth is going on with Atletico Madrid? Like, like you know, Club Bruges doing well is great. Whatever. Like, I don't know how long it lasts. Sure. But what is going on? I really want to understand it. Uh, I don't really know. Um I'm not going to pretend to. I suppose, like, if you look at the Atleti team, and like this, is, this is not going to be very in, a very informed next thirty seconds of content, right? So don't worry mm-hmm. about it. But like, mm-hmm. Jan Oblak is in somewhat of a decline statistically. At right back, you've got Nahuel Molina. I don't know who he is. Neither do I. Okay, Stefan Savic has always just been like a lump. Rubbish. <laughs> Uh, Jimenez at one point was being talked about as like one of the best young defenders in the world that has gone completely out the window I don't really know why but whatever 
At left back, there's someone called Mandava. I, I think your point is, I don't know these people. I don't, I don't, <laughs> if I don't know, know these people, people, are they any good? <laughs> but, but when you combine that with, like, Antoine Griezmann's up front, and he hasn't been good for, like, three years, um, and Atleti and Barcelona are in a fight to not keep him. <laughs> like, And then you've got Axel Witzel in central midfield, who's 50, and even in his prime, would not add anything, really, to Atletico Madrid. Like, it's just not a very inspiring team at the moment. Can, can we just talk about how ridiculous that situation is? Like, I th- isn't it that he keeps coming on at the 61st minute or something? Because Hardly if he plays minutes. like 30 minutes or something weird, they they like owe some money. Yeah. And Barcelona are like, yeah, no, you've met the clause. And Atleti are like, no, we definitely haven't met the clause. He's going back to you. <laughs> it's unreal. Oh, but. Okay, can I say something? As mm. much as... Let me just check his age. It's got to be about 30, 31. How does this get? 31. 32 next year. Oh, Antoine. Antoine. Look, it's... it's okay, you know what? I'll, I'll say, Remind me about Antoine later. Actually, no, I'll remind myself. I'll say okay. it. I, I, I have a... I have a theory. I'm going right. to roll, roll with. I'm, I'm writing it down. I don't want to. I don't want to miss this. Um, yeah. I, I will like say that. Like, remind me about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it really does feel weird to to remember that, like, not that long ago, he was very arguably the third best footballer in the world. Yeah, like it's crazy. True. 2018. Yeah. It, it wasn't around that World Cup year, like whatever. It was not. Mm-hmm. Far, it was not far-fetched at all. No. Ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, that's... Oh, there was uh, one more game. Um, Frankfurt, Eintracht Frankfurt against Tottenham, 0-0. Um, not the best game in the world. Spurs doing... Well, they were a lot better than they were in the North London derby. But basically, this was just a case of like the front three being a bit useless. Which is weird because often you think of Spurs the other way around, like the rest of the team is a bit whatever, and then the front three pulls them through games. But when the front three is not doing it, that's when they end up losing or drawing, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, not mustering up a shot is a problem. What what I what I expected is that you know with Richarlison, Son, I think Kulusevski is injured mm-hmm. or coming off an injury. You have enough in reserve when. Kane, Son aren't on it. Apparently not. Well, Con- the thing about reserve is like Conte is at the moment refusing to rotate his players despite banging on about the need for a big squad. And so he just trotted out exactly the same lineup as played in the North London derby. So they're probably also exhausted. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, they, they really do miss Kulisevsky. It's, um, did, you, did you hear what he said about um, um, Doherty? So I did, and I also because I heard what he said. I know that it wasn't in the <laughs> okay, way that it has I only been saw prevented. The tweet, <laughs> I only saw the tweet, and I said, "The funny thing is, like, okay, so for those who may not know, yeah, like if you just caught the tweet in this age where we just catch headlines and tweets, he <laughs> was basically asked the question, why doesn't he play Matt Doherty or whatever, mm-hmm. and he said, I'm not stupid, I want to win.'" Yeah. <laughs> 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 and on the surface, I'm like, I can believe it because not that because Darty is shit or anything. Like, yeah. Conte, I feel is the type of man that can actually say something like that. <laughs> he can. So the thing, the thing with with Conte that that I really appreciate is that his English isn't good enough that you can take everything he says at face value, but it's also not bad enough that you can completely dismiss it. So you're always left wondering, like, did he mean that? Or is he just like... <laughs> it's really funny. It's really funny. But, you know, Matt Doherty is just thankful to be there, so he probably hasn't taken it that badly. He's just, like, watching a movie with Eric Dyer or something and enjoying his life. Uh... Anyway, that's the Champions League. There are more games tomorrow. Um, I don't know what they are. One second. Let's have a look. We've got... RB Salzburg against Dynamo Zagreb. I don't care, do you? No, not at all. RB Leipzig against Celtic. I don't care, do you? No. 
Chelsea against AC Milan. This will be good. Um, I saw an interview or a part of a press conference with Graham Potter, and the local, the journalist asked him about Rafa Liao. And you know how most managers would just be like, not going to talk about it, not our mm-hmm. player. He actually went on and was talked about how good Liao is. And I thought that was quite interesting. I find it refreshing. Like, mm. you know, not in a Rand Nick tells the truth refreshing, but in a, <laughs> is he is good, so what? Like, I may not cite <laughs> him. Like, I didn't tell you guys I'm really, like, we're, we're going after him, going to sell the player. Just he's good. And he is. Yeah. And I just wish Potter had spoken more and said he deserves to play for Portugal up front and not Cristiano, but that's a different thing altogether. Does he not start for Portugal? I don't think he does. Like, if he does, he plays on the wing, which, sure, fine. But I mm. think him and uh, Joao Felix, and there's another guy whose name I can't remember, um, okay. can probably occupy that role now. But that's a whole mm. different discussion. They do have a lot of options, except most of their options are like five-foot people. And yeah, Rafa Leal like, is very different. Use those options instead of the political option. But Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, anyway, that should be a really good game tomorrow. Uh, obviously, uh, Tamori's got um, a point to prove, as the as the newspaper said. Except, I think he's proved it a long time ago at this point. Um, Juventus against Maccabi Haifa, uh, Sevilla care. against Dortmund. Yeah, eh, could be interesting a little bit, maybe. Will Sevilla still have Lopetegui at that point? He has been linked with Wolves. Oh come on! He should not do that. He should not do that. That's no, one of those no, ones where, like, no. he shouldn't do it, but nor should they, really. Like, is the money worth it? Like, you're, you're a millionaire at Sevilla, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. I, at least a million a year, I'm sure of it. Like, it's not wolves, man. No. <laughs> no. From, I mean, from a lifestyle point of view alone, Sevilla, Wolverhampton. Oh, I, I don't. I've never. I don't. Have, I've never even seen a picture of Wolverhampton. So, and I and I, <laughs> I, I know what it looks like in my head. <laughs> you don't need to. You absolutely don't need to. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I apparently, um, what's his name? The the old Chilean nutcase, Sampaoli. Apparently, he's taking over at Sevilla shortly. Um, but yeah, I still wouldn't go to Wolves. Okay, here's what I do. If I was Wolves, I'd go for Sampaoli. Like is he, he's not at Marseille right now, is he? No, is he, he left. So he's a free agent. Yes, he's also. Why a not lunatic. do that? He's mad. Like, yeah, he's mad, and like Wolves is not exactly a same place to be. Like he's mm. he's he he doesn't have a job. Like Lopetegui has a job. <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> you yeah. have a job. You live in a nice place. Like this other guy doesn't. Why wouldn't football clubs amaze me, mate? They, they absolutely amaze me. I'd still go Daishi over over either of them, uh, but you know he has to be a Mendes client to get the job. So, yeah, no, mm. no, he can't speak the language. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> true. Um, Benfica against PSG, sure. Uh, Real Madrid, Real Madrid against Shakhtar Donetsk. I feel like they play each other every week. Real Madrid and Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah. Uh... That didn't occur to me. Right. Uh, but I'm excited to watch um, uh, Mudrik, or his name again. Mm, yes. Florentino might try and sign him half time. Yeah, do it up. <laughs> and uh, Manchester City against FC Copenhagen. Now, all I'd say about this is the UN or I think UEFA, some some international body needs to step in and not let Haaland play against FC Copenhagen because it's just not fair. I think it's really an abuse of uh, Julian Alvarez, like, you know, waste of, <laughs> waste of his talent. If, if you don't let him play this game, that's, you know, that's that, that's that's just wrong. That's just wrong. That's, that's anti-football if I've ever seen it. I agree. And also, I mean, to add to that, we'll, we'll get to, you know, the Premier League, but City have Southampton on the weekend. Now... Harland <laughs> just became the first player to score three back-to-back hat-tricks. I am absolutely not betting against I think it's him. back-to-back at home. I don't think it's back-to-back games. It's back-to-back no, it, was, at home. it was three in a row, wasn't it? 
He scored three yeah. hat-tricks in a row. Because was we were talking about how, how like I captained him one time thinking that he was going to get another hat-trick and he didn't. I swear the whole talk was that he just got three in a row. Uh, keep talking. I'll, I'll look it up. Keep All right, you look it up. Anyway, um, the point is he can definitely get another hat-trick at least against Southampton. That's 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 really where I'm going with that. He he really can. He so really a little rest in midweek to... is not a bad idea. Uh, no, it wasn't back to back hat. It wasn't three in a row. Ah, oh, come on, what was it then? Well, because they drew one one to Villa. Fuck's sake! Oh, that was, <laughs> Remember, that was they were stupid. supposed to sack Stevie G that day. Yeah, and they, and they did not do that. Yeah, uh, he did it against. Oh, yeah. He didn't even do it consecutive games. It's like home games. Annoying. Because they played Wolves the week before. He only scored one, which is shocking. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 way before. All right, but I've still impressive. Like yeah, well of course. Jeez, um, I've been misled. Um, some breaking news. Uh, actually, like genuinely, or it seems to be. Um, Rebecca Vardy has been. <laughs> <laughs> she in jail? No, <laughs> no, she's not in jail. She's being made to pay ninety percent of Colleen Rooney's legal costs, which is a total of one point five million. Uh, she also she also has to pay the legal costs of the Sun newspaper and her own legal costs. Uh, the total bill will apparently be around three million pounds. Mate, I'm so happy that Isn't... that that woman deserved it. Firstly, well done, Colleen, for that. Great detective work that gave Chapeau. us that moment on 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 Twitter. Well <laughs> done. We all needed that. And then well done for winning your case. Hundred <laughs> percent. The best thing a Rooney has done in in a few years. Seriously, seriously. Well done. Yeah. Um. Unrelated, Jamie Vardy will probably sign a new contract at Leicester because <laughs> he's gonna need the money. He's like, can I get a three million sign-on bonus, please? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, all right. Well, why don't we use that as a little link to start talking about the Premier League? Leicester won a game. Leicester won a football game. Brendan Rodgers, they can't afford to sack him, and now they have less reason to. Yeah, they decided, okay, let's play games. <laughs> let's, let's play football. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know what else to say about a 3-0 win against Four. Forest. 4-0. Forest, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, firstly... Forest are the worst team in this league. <laughs> and let me put it, I don't think the table represents that or does it? Just checking. I, I don't know if they're last, but to me, they are the worst team in this league. They are. And last. I mean that on principle because you bought 24 players. Mm. You literally bought 24. Like, this never works. We never. know this. We know this. It just doesn't. Just coach. <laughs> like, every time Fulham did it, it did not work. We, yep. we knew that. We all saw it. It just did it. Every team that's done this has not worked. I'm sorry. No. Like, they've lost, they've lost the last five. They have a goal difference of minus 15. Oh, my God. I mean, Steve Cooper's getting sacked. He is getting sacked. Um, I mean, they give you 24 players. You must You must go. <laughs> I'm sorry. You absolutely must go. Uh, oh, links okay. to Rafa. Oh, come on, Rafa. Ah. Look, I've hated Rafa for many years. Mm. I think the job that he did at Newcastle actually inc- improved his reputation, Correct. in my opinion, at a time that his reputation was pretty low. Right into the sunset. You don't need this job. Like, <laughs> I feel like football managers are like, you know those punch drunk uh, boxers who are just like, yeah. like I need to go one more time. Just keep getting hit. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Fam, go to Seville and go chill. They are they are crackheads. They are all crackheads. Um, there is a podcast series called Moment of Truth. It's on BBC. I highly recommend it. Basically, um, some journalists were embedded with managers of. Uh, oh God, Rotherham United, mm-hmm. and I'm complete. Uh, MK, no, I'm completely forgetting the other team. Anyway, they're embedded with um, these League One managers, 
or League Two managers. Clearly, you know, I know the details. Anyway, lower league managers. And this one of them just like hated his life. It was all stress. A win was just relief. Like he just, he hated it and he complained about it constantly. And he left Rotherham. I was like, oh good. Maybe he's taking a break to get his life back on track. And then a day later, he was Derby manager. <laughs> like they are crackheads. Oh my God. Uh, Honestly. Incredible. Incredible. You know, uh, you'd have to be a little bit high to have expected uh, much better for Man United on the weekend. Uh, only in hindsight. I mean, Didn't expect a win. Didn't I expect feel... a draw even. <laughs> like... I feel like City score five or six against you quite a lot, though. It depends what we mean. <laughs> because they did last year, but yeah. the year, the year, I mean, for example, Solskjaer has the best record of anyone against Guardiola. So you could reasonably have said before the Malaise, United would actually win those games. Isn't and... Malaise your left back? Well done. Well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, I honestly did not expect a win. I didn't expect a draw either. I, I'm just going to be real. I didn't. But... Mm. What I hated and what I didn't, what I really didn't expect was the level of performance. Because I'll say it again City do this with the teams great, but this United team did not care. Like they didn't run, they didn't press, they didn't win, try and win any balls. Like City didn't have to be that good. They just didn't. Like this wasn't, I've seen City really play United off the park and win. Maybe, like, I saw them play, beat us in the Capital One Cup 3-1, and they played us off the park. We didn't touch the ball. <laughs> like, at Old Trafford, this wasn't that. This was just mm. a mess. Like, every goal they scored, every single one was avoidable. Every single one. It's, 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 it's annoying. Yeah. Well, what what's confusing to me about this United performance was that it came off the back of four straight wins. It came off the back of significantly improved performance in most aspects it came off the back of you know people talking about Varane and Martinez as a, as a serious defensive partnership which they may still turn out to be but th- like this was a complete shambles this this was one of those performances where if you didn't know better you'd go they've down tools they're not playing for the manager kind of chaotic mm-hmm. and that was just very incongruous with what we saw before the international break oh yeah I, I, I totally agree with that. And and that's why, like, I mean, I mean, let's be real. To put six goals past someone, you have to be very good. We we know this. Like, like City are very good. Holland is amazing. De Bruyne is amazing. All these things are true. But the same team that, you know, I know Liverpool aren't anything to write home about right now, but they literally ran them off the park. Arsenal, mm. it could have been a draw, but they, they, were, they literally countered the hell out of that game. And this game... There was no effort to do so. There were no runs. There was no tracking back. There was no nothing. And like, you know, if I go back to um, the Holland, there was a chance. I think. Oh, he scored off a corner. Yeah, he scored off a corner. And the commentator had previously said, "Why is Christian Eriksen marking Holland on the previous set piece?" And then if you watch that one, Varane is off the pitch injured. Doesn't matter to me because Ericsson is marking Holland again, which means that was the plan. Whoever drew that up is drunk. Absolutely drunk. I don't care if it's zonal or not. The fact that that's the zone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. I, I, I don't know enough about this stuff to be like, zonal's better or man is better. Or I, I assume most teams play a combination of them, right? Like you stick a few people in certain positions and then the other guys is just like, big men mark the big men. But no one picked him up. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous. And, you know, you look at that and you go, okay, fine. That To me, that's the type of goal where I go, that's bad defending more so than City. Do you look at... um that remember that clip that, that picture I think you sent where it's mm-hmm. like Holland and Foden are playing this like one two with four defenders around. In fact, I think it's four and Bruno Fernandez. I think yep. I think it's five around them. It's just stupid. Like that, that's public stuff. There's no conceivable way that that ball should have gotten to the foot of Foden. 
Absolutely zero. not. And then there, there's a school of thought that says the Holland second goal, I think it is, where De Bruyne plays the ball, like the you know that De Bruyne half like that cross, yeah, and then Holland at the back post. Look, it is a beautiful ball from De Bruyne, absolutely gorgeous ball, perfect. However, I I implore anyone to watch that highlight again and watch what Varane does. He looks over at Holland twice. Like he does the thing where he looks over his shoulder, he see he looks looks at him two times. Fam, the Brenner is not gonna run at you. You you know this. <laughs> you know he's gonna put the ball. Why did you look twice at Holland and not get closer? He literally didn't change his position, and that's what I mean by avoidable. In that the ball is great, but you knew what he was gonna do because you looked over at who was behind you, and you literally <laughs> did nothing. You didn't step back. You did nothing, and then also De Gea could have come out for that ball. It's the bravery of a keeper that annoys, like the lack of bravery keeper that annoys me. So I look at it and go, yeah, Foden gets a hat trick. I think, I mean, Holland is unstoppable. We get this, but like, don't make it that easy for them. Just don't. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I <laughs> we'll see. I, I don't know how anyone really stops Holland. I think I'll talk about the one person that I think might be able to shortly. Um, but yeah, this was this was bad. I'll I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you honestly, honest to goodness, it's very difficult to stop him in the sense of he'll probably score one goal, like guaranteed. But you can stop him scoring a hat trick if you use your brain. Like, <laughs> and in this game, they just did not use their brains. And and I think if you give the formula still holds true for City, in that if you actually push them, they will concede. Second half, United scored three goals. We can say all we want that City sat back. But one of them was Anthony just deciding I'm going to have a go. The second one, Fred ran into the box, had a go. Edison couldn't save it. And the third was the penalty, which was just cunningly given away because they decided to push them. And it's we've seen United do it. We've seen Wolves do it. We've seen Liverpool do it. It's tried and it's true. We've seen Chelsea do it, run at them, make them think about defending. They're not actually that good at defending. Mm-hmm. Just make them defend, please, for what? God's sake. This was the thing, I, you know, it's easy to forget the centre-back pairing to start this game was Nathan Ake, who we have taken the piss out of almost religiously for the last couple of years, um, which has always been a bit harsh, but, you know, whatever. Um, and Manuel Kanji, who mm-hmm. seems he started really well. I don't really have a, a brilliant handle on how good he is or where his ceiling is, but he started very well. But the point is... If you in the last couple of seasons, if you just said City are going into a big game without Stones, Diaz, or Laporte, you'd say they're in trouble. Yeah, and they just weren't until right at the end. It, it, they they weren't exactly until right at the end. They weren't in any trouble. And Ake, you run at Ake. Like, <laughs> please, <laughs> I'm sorry, you run at Ake, but. In like to praise City, like Bernardo Silva is not going to get any plaudits, but he was sensational. Gundogan had a free run in the middle of the park, and that's with the murderer Scott McTominay in the middle. <laughs> like, you know, like come on, you've you've got to at least break like someone's ankle if you're Scott McTominay to be useful. Um, <clears throat> I would also say, obviously, we talked about Foden, Grealish in that first half had one of the best halves of football that he's had in the City shirt in my opinion, he was cooking the low, cooking mm-hmm. that man. It was bad. And Malasia, who was on the other side? Maybe it was just Foden. Was absolutely rinsing Malasia. It became a malaise. Like, <laughs> it really did. We're running with that with that joke for the rest of the season. Like, one thing I'll say is that Malasia, I guess he's got his position because he's reliable and, you know, defends, whatever, but Every accusation they made about Aaron Wan-Bissaka is Malasia. Shaw is a better advanced player. It's it's really that that simple. If he cares, if Shaw yeah. cares, Malasia is on the bench. It's it's really that simple. Yeah, I do think I I agree with that. Actually, I think like Shaw has been when United have been good in the last few seasons. Shaw has been a a big part of that. Literally, yeah. and, and... <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Anyway, uh, United have Everton next week. Bernie, if I told you which, te- if I asked you which team had conceded the least goals in the league, who would you say? 
I mean, considering Frank manages Everton, I would have 100% said that Everton would concede five more times than United. But we know that's not true because they keep getting battered by teams. Um, I'm still picking United to win this game because Frank. (laughs) Yeah, it's I hate Frank and I will never, ever, ever predict that Frank team will win, even though they did last year. I mean, fair. I know where you're coming from, but they, they've got the best defense in the league. It is absolutely bizarre. Like, you couldn't have told me this a week ago, but yeah. Cody and, and uh, what's his name? The other one. Tarkovsky. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No, 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 not, not Keen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> they've shored it up. It's incredible. Uh, and they beat Southampton, didn't they? Like, yeah. With Mope. I cannot believe that as well. That I did not predict that Mope would be useful. Mm. That I did not predict at all. Yeah, yeah, they've they've uh, moved on from Dominic Calvert Lewin. Is useful as well. Iwobi is killing it. Um, I don't. Has there been any chat about changing his role? Did he play in central midfield for Nigeria until this point? Uh, no, he didn't. Um, I don't want him to because then we'd be pulling uh, everything that we did with Mikel and Kanu and playing people in the wrong positions, all that stuff, as Nigeria would like to do, because we play the most talented players in the middle. I know people are going to say, is it will be that talented? It's like, fam, like, he is talented. Let's just, he's just annoying. Let's just be honest. He's incredibly <laughs> annoying. I, I only ask because he's playing really well in central midfield for Everton, and yeah, anyway. Is what it Sorry, is. let me let me ask you this one question, just because you brought up Nigeria, and it's a it's a quick segue to something else. I'm sure you'll find it. Um, <laughs> you know how Ghana made the World Cup, and now like at our expense, and now there's Lamptey and somebody else, and I think another person who's going to the World Cup. If Nigeria made it, do you think Eze and Olise may have been like, mm, let's pull yes. one of those? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Um, because yeah, that, that makes me more upset now. <laughs> you know why I think it's, it's quite likely is because of the way that England play. Like, if you look at who Southgate is selecting and who he doesn't select and who he's comfortable selecting, like, it's not the flair players, right? In general. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they're looking at that, like, even if the, the flare players in front of us, in line in front of us, get injured or something, we're still not going to get used. Yeah. Eze and Olise, I don't think we'll ever play for England. I don't, I don't see it. I'd be surprised. Which isn't to say that I think they shouldn't. I just, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah, they'd be fucking amazing additions to Nigerian team there. Ooh! Um, Griezmann. Sorry, quickly. Ronaldo didn't play. Um, if you really want to get rid of the git, trade him for Griezmann. And as much as that annoys me because Griezmann's washed, I'll take hmm. Griezmann washed over Ronaldo right this second. And in January, I I do it. And Atleti are basically the only team that might do this. They they were interested. We know that they just couldn't pull it off. Mm-hmm. And you get that Griezmann thirty minute cameo off your back. He might feel like he has something to prove. He's still a better nine than Ronaldo is a nine. Ronaldo as an attacker, quote unquote, as opposed to a pure nine. Yeah, I do that. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I, I think Griezmann would be a failure for yes, you, but he would. he'd be cheaper and less toxic and not a rapist. So, well, he is racist, as apparently. As just, you can replace the C with the P with him. Really? Uh, I mean, remember he did the whole blackface thing and he did the whole Asian joke thing. And, it's, yeah. it's still problematic, but the C is less problematic than the P <laughs> in this instance. <laughs> and yes, less expensive. And, like, I mean, it's January. What else can you do? Like, <laughs> I'm being realistic here. We have to yeah. we have to fish at the bottom of the barrel. And, like, Griezmann and Ronaldo, I never thought I'd ever say that is the bottom of the barrel right now. Fair enough. Sorry. Fair yeah, enough. Now we can segue back somewhere else. Uh, yeah, well, you brought up the Palace players, so let's go there. Palace 1, Chelsea 2. Um, yeah, it's been an okay start for, for Graham Potter. They kind of scraped through this. Um, and Conor Gallagher, of course, it had to be him. Great mm-hmm. goal. Great goal. Mm-hmm. And, and successfully hit. successfully didn't celebrate. Yes. Uh, good hit. Um, scrappy game. Uh, Obama and good goal, uh, mm. I thought. <clears throat> I thought Palace should have won this game earlier. Um, 
Gallagher doing well feels like a Potter move, doesn't it? <laughs> like, it, it? Like Gallagher feels like a Potter player to me, and I'm I'm I hope that he does. I hope Potter does well because that means Gallagher is going to be a really good player in the future. Agreed. I mean, I never really want Chelsea to do well, but I want Graham Potter to do well. And I do think, like, one of the most important things, if this Graham Potter thing works out, one of the most important things that will happen is that he and the club will finally start using the players that they grow. Mm -hmm. Which Mm -hmm. will save them hundreds of millions of pounds wasted on dross. Except he's not playing Broha and he's playing Aubameyang. Who's maybe justifying this position, but like, I really wanted more hipster, <laughs> like from him, and maybe Bully has a mandate. Like, um, we chase this git forever. He must play. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It might it might be one of those things where like it's early doors. He doesn't want to ruffle too many feathers, so Bamiyang plays. But he, again, scored a good goal. Um, and Kunku looks like that's happening. That's a weird one. Like you do a a medical a year in advance. Like Very why? Strange. And also, Kunku, why are you going there? Chelsea may not make top four at the rate that they're playing. Like, why would you? Do, why not just wait? I don't understand. I don't get like, it either. Like, he he could have all of Europe at his feet next summer. Why do this with Chelsea? Are you a Chelsea fan? If he's a Chelsea fan, cool. Like you know, like <laughs> yeah. fine. I do if I just came for me two years in advance. Like, sure, damn. <laughs> Let's find that. Like, fine. But, like, I'll, it doesn't make sense to me unless it's a Chelsea fan. Not, nothing else, like, makes sense to me. I agree. It is very, it's very strange. The good signing for them, like, at least on paper, but, but very strange that it's happening now. Um, yeah. North London derby. Arsenal three, Tottenham one. A tale of two halves, Clive, sort of. Um, in that... Arsenal, and so this game basically went exactly how everyone would have expected it to go. And then there was a red card on top of it, which just kind of made it even more so. But Arsenal obviously dominate possession as they've been doing in every game this season, um, literally every game. Um, and, you know, Spurs sat back, did their thing, had numerous uh, chances to counterattack and fluffed their lines when it came to the important moments. Well, this has been the North London derby for the last, like, at least since Arteta came in. Like, where I feel like all of them ended 2-2 for some reason. I don't know why that's <laughs> in my head. Maybe that's just uh, some bias in my brain. But I always feel like Arsenal gets, like, 2-1 up. Everything's going great. And then Tottenham score, like, a last-minute golazo somehow. This is, this is ingrained in my head. And, like, when it was 2-1, I thought, hmm, okay. Uh... Yeah, Conte's gonna make all these subs, which was he was about to do, and something's gonna change. And then there was the red card, wasn't it? At that point, yeah, yeah. Uh, so who who got sent off? Who was that? Emerson. Ah, oh, yes, 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 yes. Was that I a red mean, card for you? No. Like, I, the more you watch it and you slow it down and what have you, it, it does look bad. But like that tackle happens about what i don't know five to eight times a game and no one ever no one ever gets sent off for that it was it was bloody stupid but a red seemed very very harsh it was it's one of those where i get it i get why it's given but i i in a weird like i know for reds it's like should be a bit more straightforward but i get why that's a red and i also get if they had given it a yellow and and left it alone, I get yeah. that. I, I'm yeah. I'm okay with that decision. What annoys me a little bit is, and I think we've people have said this ad nauseum is, if you slow anything down, it looks pretty bad. Yep. Right. And, and I'm like, if the idea is clear and obvious, I, I, we're gonna say this every week. Was that clear and obvious? Probably not. Like, so they have to better define that for me, because now you're gonna get players. I think United did this um, for something recently where all I have to do is protest and protest and protest and protest and get in your ear and get in your ear and you're going to look at it. Yep. And you're going to see it in slow motion and you're going to make a decision which is going to hamper the other team. But again, I say all that and I still think it's okay. So I don't know why I'm talking about this so much. Yeah, it was in that zone where like the VAR wasn't going to overturn it. 
had had it had it been a yellow card, he wouldn't have said make it a red. Was it a red card? He wouldn't have said drop it back down to a yellow. It was one of those. Um, yeah. But I thought, yeah, you're right. Like Martinelli was smart in the way that he was writhing around for about 45 seconds to draw attention to it because it did make them watch it. It was it was very smart. Um, he was one of a few Arsenal players who I thought had brilliant games. Um, Granite, like I have to hold my hands up. Granite Xhaka is doing the business. I still think he's a bell end, but <laughs> listen, I can't, I can't argue with the guy's form this season. He's been, frankly, a bit phenomenal. Alex, when he scored that goal, the only <laughs> thing I thought about was, I wonder how Alex feels right now. <laughs> like, like, it's weird because you hate him so much, but like a three-on win against Spurs, going top of the table, like come on, like I know you enjoyed that, but mate. Also, he doesn't score shit goals. Never, no. ever, ever no. scores a shit goal. And then it's that. Ugh, like, Listen, you have to hold your hands up and give Arteta a lot of credit yes. because that man was out the door and he's gotten him playing. Because I, I think less so gotten Xhaka specifically playing well. I think he's got the unit playing well and it makes it easy for Xhaka to slot in and do his job really well. Like yeah. you lift the unit, you should lift everyone else by association is, is 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 the point. And I think he's done a great job in doing that. Agreed. So not only not only has he got the team playing brilliantly, um I mean the football is very good, but it's also extremely effective. Um but he found a role for Xhaka. Like Xhaka always used to sit at the base of the midfield and he can't, he has the turning circle of, you know, HMS, whatever. And he'd always get caught. And so Arteta looked at it and went, I need to keep you further away from our own goal. So he's put him in this advanced central midfield position. And frankly, like he spends most of his time making runs towards the opposition box and getting on the end of things. And he's got a couple goals so far this season and he gets into good goal-scoring opportunities. And it, it's just one of those things where the manager spotted something about this player and utilized them in a way that makes way more sense. that Like, no one else really saw, you know? Yeah, he can shoot I the mean, ball. Let him shoot. Yeah. Arsene Wenger <laughs> back in, in 2015 said he was a box-to-box player. And at the time, it was just because Arsene Wenger had never watched him play. But it turned out he was right. Yeah. No, oh. it's good. And, yeah, Arsenal playing really, really well. Um, I still hesitate to say you're in a title race eight games in or whatever it is um i i still think the wheels will fall off i just i just do um but to that point if you win you beat you beat tottenham like come on like it's, it's a big deal and this is a big performance especially i know there's been a game since you lose to united and you start to think hmm, are mm. these guys big game players you know mm-hmm. like they beat all these other little guys whatever cool fine are they big game players yeah, I, I think I think there's a good shot that you are. And so I think you'll do very well this season. So I think so too. I don't think this was the game that that kind of solidifies that for me. I mean, so the, the North London Derby, it's funny that in your head they always finish 2-2. The last few years, basically, Arsenal went at home and Spurs went at home. Like, that's how it mm. goes. Um, okay. But there there were some like pretty high profile draws a few years before that. So I know where you're coming from. Um for me, you know, Liverpool have not been good next season uh, this season rather, but Arsenal play Liverpool next. Um and that is just not a game that Arsenal have won in the last few years. They've had some good games against Liverpool, it's just not a game they've won. And so for me, even though this isn't the best version of Liverpool, I think that's a bigger challenge. <sighs> I'm, I agree, and I disagree with you at the exact same time. And I think the reason is Liverpool... Like, I think it's going to be a big game for a different reason. Because Liverpool, obviously, they lost to Man United. They've had a... You know, that that was, I think, their biggest game of the season. I don't remember another one. Um, this, this, this is going to be the next biggest game, right? And then it's oh, those big games are always an opportunity for you to reignite your season so to say right so i i think they're bad <laughs> like i think like a footballing side right mm. now they are bad but after this comeback and maybe even in fact losing three points potentially at brighton they're going to be very emotional and very 
gegen press and very you know intense. So if you get past that, I think it's a mental victory for yeah, you. Yeah, that's what it, that's what I mean. I don't yeah. think it's a it's a technical victory in a sense, if you know what I mean. Yes, I, I do know what you mean, but I think that I think the psychological factor is more important at this stage than I the agree. technical. I like agree. I think we can see we can see that Arsenal are better team than Liverpool right now. Yes, but the fact that they don't tend to beat Liverpool or haven't for years, as far as I can recall, maybe once or twice in a, in a Carlin Cup or something, means that I think it's it's going to be a big hurdle. I, I will say that if there is a season for Arsenal to gain ground, and I mean when I say gain ground, I mean like you know we all know the heights that Liverpool got to, City got to. If you're going to gain ground and be a, a solid, not just a top four team. I, I know that's 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 the first thing, right? To be a, a recurring top four team, but also be, you know, people team that people take seriously. How you perform against Man City is going to be very important, I think. But the rest of the league doesn't necessarily matter that much, um, because Chelsea are bad, United mm-hmm. are bad, Liverpool are bad. Tottenham are just weird to me. I, I I don't know how I feel about them. Brighton, obviously, or whatever. Like they're not a team that's gonna go the course. So really, it should be City, then Arsenal, then a mm-hmm. bunch of shit <laughs> can, can figure out where they want to be. So this is a great chance for Arsenal to solidify, get in Champions League, get money, get even stronger, and then solidify your place for the next five years. I think that's what this is. This is really about. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think I think it's you're going to be hard pressed to find a better opportunity than this, uh, at least until Guardiola and Klopp sod off. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think Liverpool are done. I, I I do. We predicted that they were going to get too old. We said this yeah. for two years. They were going to get too old. They needed to reinvigorate, and they didn't do that. And I think they're. I mean. If Tottenham are, are Conte, Conte is going to have them doing something. Something they'll be top, yeah. they'll be top four. They'll be useful, and then and then it's. I think United will figure something out. I, I'm not saying top four. I think they'll figure something out eventually. If they can win four games in a row, they can figure something out. Chelsea <laughs> with Potter, I think, are going to be more interesting. Liverpool are going to be what? Like it's going to take a big run, and, and I'm not sure that this old ass team <laughs> has yeah. it in them. With no Mane and Salah doing this, I don't think they have it in. I don't. It will be very interesting if Liverpool decide to spend some money in January and try to fix the midfield. Because I I know that they you know they're trying to wait for Bellingham, but like a lot of clubs are waiting for Bellingham, and a lot of clubs have a lot have have more spending power than Liverpool. And FS, FSG, I mean, they seem to have pulled back a little bit. A little mm-hmm. bit. Although you could argue that they never really spent a ton of money because they always make a lot of money from sales. Um, but I'm looking at, uh, I, I don't know how relevant this is, but like the Boston Red Sox, who is obviously FSG's other franchise, have been horrendous this season. They've mm-hmm. not invested in them. I don't know if that's because all the money's going to Liverpool or because they're going to do the same to Liverpool. I don't, I don't know. But they don't look good right now. It, it will be very interesting to see if they if they try to do something about it. Yeah, yeah, big game, big game. Arsenal Liverpool. It's I think even though this early, to your point, I think it has huge permutations for the rest of the season. For less so Arsenal, but it's an indication for Arsenal. But for Liverpool, it's it's a must, must, must win. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking Salah out of my team before this, so he'll. he'll uh, I took uh, yeah. Um, speaking of which Liverpool 3 Brighton 3 we've just been talking a lot about Liverpool so let's focus on Brighton Uh, De Zerbi comes in first game and bloody hell (laughs) I don't know whether you know how sometimes the manager comes in and like the team is still doing what the previous manager told them to do Mm -hmm. I don't know if this was that or like he came in and just like imprinted this absolutely fucking brilliant football on them immediately I'm gonna I'm gonna wait one more game to see, <laughs> but but I mean they again Liverpool are shit. So like I, I don't <laughs> I don't know like how I feel. But to that I mean Brighton have been good all season. So this is Brighton doing Brighton things. You know they absolutely dominated them in the first half, and it could have been like miles miles away. They really really could have been. 
I, there was some VAR, there was some Welbeck-esque finishing, like that header, like, come on, mate, you got to put that away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, in the end, if Liverpool did win this game, because they were 3-2 up, off, like, a header that came off for Mino's back or something like that, if that's how they won it, that would have been injustice. So, I'm glad it ended 3-3. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very, very happy it ended 3-3. Justice for Leandro Trossard, who... Uh continues to improve upon his his reputation um i think if brighton play like that they will beat spurs on the weekend mm. i'm gonna say spurs will win only because spurs are due only if kulisevsky's back yeah i'll throw but that still due. whenever conte's due conte wins <laughs> Historically historically accurate, for sure. Um, <laughs> West Ham 2, Wolves 0. Uh, oh, you know what? Before that, before that, let's do, let's do a question. We've got a question from Curran. Okay. Um, at Curran BOP on Twitter, who says, who's the biggest menace, menace to society, Emerson Royale or Liz Truss? Erling Holland is the answer to that. <laughs> Not an option. But, uh, Liz Truss, man. Like, listen, <laughs> listen. Emerson Morale might not be very good, but it at least took more than a month for us to figure that out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. she's according to Roche will say she killed the queen and she killed the economy in a matter of a month. Like that's that's, that's yeah. tough. That's let's, tough let's, right there. Let's put it this way. Has Emerson Royale ever done anything that caused the IMF and the Bank of England to step in and intervene? And the answer is no. I mean, how much was he signed? Because maybe FFP, the IMF would have been like, you know what, let's investigate this FFP. But then again, FFP means nothing anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think Liz, Liz Trust, definitely. Although, I need to know what his transfer fee was. <laughs> I think it was about 30 million euros, give or take. Something like that. Really? 25, 30. 30 yeah. million euros. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, IMF could get involved in that. <laughs> they should. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, Liz Truss, what what an opening month! Just incredible destruction and uh, and damage. I mean, it. Um, I I saw someone say this on Twitter, but the thought had occurred to me too. It is the um, the debor of of starts to a job, isn't it? I'm pretty sure I said that in the group chat. Did you? Yeah, I did. Forgive and me. someone said, and Roche said the bore wasn't that bad. <laughs> he lost all his games and didn't score a goal. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> she, she's definitely the DeBoer. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Don't take don't take credit away from me, Alex. I, I make some good jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He definitely does. <laughs> um, and yeah, West Ham two Wolves nil. West Ham really needed that win. Jared Bowen scoring, uh, Jean-Lucas Kamaka scoring. Both of them needed goals badly. Um, but yeah, Bruno Lage is out, and it looks like they're getting Lopetegui in at Wolves, and that's not going to work, is it? No, not not for a hot second. What no. they need is agro. They I need absolute agro agriculture football, and there's only one man for the job. Steven Gerrard when he gets sacked by Aston Villa. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, Gerard. Oh mate. Oh, it's coming, man. man. It, it 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 he's getting the sack, hundred percent. He's not lasting the season and good riddance to him. Well they drew no no with Leeds. Leeds had a man sent off. It's yeah, not... that's that's sackable. That's that's very sackable. But yep, yeah. yeah, uh it's do- it's Dwight York time. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate. He'll never right, get the job, are. but he's been begging. I need to know how he's been doing in, in Sydney or whatever, wherever he is right now. He won't get the job, but he will make sure he tells us that he didn't get it. Yes, he definitely will. Definitely yeah. will. Man, somewhere out there, there is a YouTube interview with Dwight York in which he's complaining about not getting, getting management jobs. And the interviewer asks him to describe his style of play like that he would impose as a manager, and he literally cannot do it. Um. I encourage you to look it up. It's very funny. You know what's sad? Um, you know, I know we're out of time. It's mm. every, like every single Manchester United player from the Fergie days has no idea what they're talking about. None. Of, <laughs> like zero. <laughs> oh, it's, it's shocking. It, like all of them. Like there's there's not a single one. Like in actual fact, Solskjaer was the smartest of all of them. 
like in, yeah. a, in like in actuality, yeah. in football terms, football knowledge terms, the smartest of all of them. And I mean, that's, think about it. It's not Steve a great Bruce. thing to be. No, like we've got Steve Bruce. Mark Hughes was, was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Robson. Uh, yeah, idiot. Although he got to a cup final, like a Europa League final, but fine. Like uh, and then, then you got, got really you know, Scholes was nonsense. Gary Neville was nonsense. Yeah. Rio was a fucking idiot. Like now the pundit. <laughs> My God. Uh, Keane is was a was rubbish. What? <sighs> yeah, fine. Uh, Beckham is making horrible decisions and getting Phil Neville as a manager. Phil Neville as a manager is rubbish. Yeah. Ruud van Nistelrooy seems to be doing well at PSV. He's, he's got a chance. He's got a chance. My my um, thought about him is that he had just enough outside exposure <laughs> to be to be a useful manager. And but then again, it's Eredivisie, so I don't know how much it, it matters. Yeah, so, we'll see. Oh, oh, we've got Tevez now as well. He's managing in Argentina, so we'll see. So it's hindsight, but he didn't understand a thing that Frank yeah, said no. anyway. So. No. I, yeah, you know what? It's probably more important to listen to Carlos Quiroz. Like, if you were around Carlos Quiroz, you probably got some ideas. Yeah, yeah. But even he's, I mean, just taking international job. So, like, yeah. True. Um, true, true, true. All right, we better leave it there. Um, yeah, many, many more games coming up because there's like 15 games a week for the rest of time. But uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about them next week, Bernie. Thank you very much, mate. Absolutely. Thank you. All right.